Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about um, Independence Day. That was the next movie that the quarantine movie roulette wheel had uh, picked for us. And that's what we're talking about. Yep. A disaster movie as it is uh, more known as, I suppose. Um, I would say this one is is one of the like best examples of of a a disaster movie in terms of like people really know this movie it seems like it's a pretty like well-known blockbuster film oh yeah i'm pretty sure i've heard of this movie title before somewhere in 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 my past um but uh never had watched it and uh and i'm just gonna start off by saying that i i enjoyed watching this movie (laughs) (laughs) um I think for me, I was kind of just rolling my eyes through most of it, to be honest. (laughs) It was really funny. (laughs) Yeah. um, It was just so cliche. And like, Mm -hmm, there were mm -hmm. were a lot of one liners. And it was just like, super, super 90s. Yep. Um, Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All those things, you know, combined with the... um, just the acting and the writing and you know the special effects i think were it it was like borderline campy the whole fucking time and so i couldn't really tell what what exactly they were going for sometimes yeah no they were they were really trying to do a lot in this movie um and for for being a 1996 movie this movie looked old like yep. when when we started it, when we yeah. started it, I was like, I was like, is this the right one? Is this movie this old? <laughs> like I said that, but yeah. um, but nineteen ninety six that doesn't seem like very far away. That really doesn't. I mean, it was like thirty years, twenty five years ago, right? 20, but the yeah. graphics in this looked like it was in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> there were definitely a lot of eighties feelings to this movie but i think it was just to me it was like everything about it just screamed the 90s and like um i i did enjoy it and i think i enjoyed it for just watching the actors and stuff but i think it just had that universal studios quality to it that i kind of like don't love um so do you know what i mean like the, like, Jurassic Park sequels, like, you know, like, like when you go on the um, Universal Studios tour, like, that's kind of what this felt like, the whole, the whole movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a movie that, that this kind of reminds me of. Like, some of the, some of the really weird out there scenes kind of make me think 
of like I don't know a, a, a part of me like one scene had had me thinking of Doctor Strange Love and like <laughs> yeah and just with the chaotic like that guy flying into the beam to blow it up hundred <laughs> like, percent yeah he looked like the guy riding on the nuke like plummeting yeah. to earth like his yeah. facial expressions like he was ha- like he was in pure glee that he got to that he got to like kamikaze this shit and, like and this, he had- this alien ship <laughs> He had two one-liners at the end of the movie. Like he, like he had two. He he went out there and you're, he goes up to the thing and he goes, "Not today, bitch," or something like that. And then you know you think, "Oh, it's okay, he did it." And then he has another line and it's like, he goes, "Get a load of this," <laughs> and then he like jumps into and hits the beam and it blows up and like I just. Um, uh, I I think the concept was definitely, like, I guess in sci-fi terms, you know, if we are going to have, like, an alien species come to Earth, it'd probably be to destroy us like this. It probably wouldn't be, like, an arrival, you know? Um. No, <laughs> un- unlike we would probably hope, but... Um, right. But, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, this this outcome could could always be the outcome, and it's, it's definitely... Um, something that a lot of people like to write about is just yeah. ali- aliens coming to kill and that's it mm-hmm. there were just mm-hmm. so many surprises to me in this movie because i yeah, did, yeah i yeah. did not look up who was Anybody. in this movie <laughs> what either. this movie was about i hadn't watched a single trailer i was like oh, independence man. day I, I i think a part of me didn't even know that this was about aliens <laughs> uh, yeah i mean like, i was I knew so that, but... in the dark about this yeah. movie that i think I, I was actually excited that this is the second movie I've seen this year with Bill Pullman in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we just talk about Bill Pullman for a second? Because he he delivered his lines the same way the entire movie. Like, he's kind of got that scowl on his face. It took he's me... not a good actor. He's just not. <laughs> he's just not a good actor. I didn't like him in uh, the other movie we watched. What was while it? You Were the... Sleeping. Yes, I didn't like yeah. him in that. I I probably liked him a little bit more in this just because he wasn't so boring. Um Right. Yeah. But... No one was boring in this movie, let's no. be honest. Pretty if you and... wanted this job, you had to be the opposite of boring. Yeah. And like <laughs> I don't want to hate on it because like it was a fun movie. Um the cast was pretty good. Like I got to say like on the whole Great group of of fun actors involved in this movie. Oh um, yeah, I'll agree. And and they really tried to cover a lot of storylines, which I thought was very interesting. It it almost stretched the plot like uh-huh. a a bit too thin to where it was like unbearable. But <laughs> but it but it kept me it kept me engaged. I, I didn't I didn't have a single drop of alcohol while watching this movie and I was thoroughly enjoyed. Like I uh-huh. thoroughly enjoyed. I was sitting there like laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was I was going like, Hey, this guy and because like every yeah, time someone would yeah. come on the screen. Like a <laughs> like a uh, Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner. I was so <laughs> that I was so excited to see him. I love Brent Spiner because he is always so into his kooky roles. Yes. And this guy was so kooky, and, and Brent Spiner loves those roles. He was, f- there There were about three 
people that were just just amazing in this movie. Um, Brent Spiner, Will Smith, actually Will Will Smith's uh, Will Smith's uh, a fiance as well. Yeah, and, she was amazing. <clears throat> and the guy that Jeff Goldblum worked with at the at the at the office, like he was really great oh, too. Yeah, so <clears throat> I. The guy with the raspy really, voice. Yes, he was, he was great. Amazing. He was great. Yes. I was talking to Danny and he, Danny, I was like watching the movie with him and Danny had already seen this movie and he goes, that's the guy in um, Mrs. Doubtfire and he looked him up and he was like, uh, you know, apparently he's an out gay man from New York, like from the Bronx or something and he's got like that voice because he was born with like an, like an extra like flap in his his like vocal cord or something and so that's what makes him sound like that but he was great like i agree he was really fun and i really liked him too i wish he didn't die yeah like kind of a lot of the background actors were the ones that were really sticking out to me like even even jeff goldblum's dad uh uh, the guy who played his dad or something yeah right? oh he was, was he was great was yeah. really good too like other yeah, than that, I, a lot of the main a lot of the main characters I really couldn't care less about, except for Will Smith. Like he was really great, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I liked how they really tried to draw out a major. I wish they had kind of covered him a bit more because I really liked his his storyline with you know his fiance, their their kid from her first um, relationship, and yeah, the, like them wanting to make it work, and they were just really jumping around to too many couples that I thought could be could be good storylines to cover and mm-hmm. but then but then just kind of falling short because they didn't have enough time and i mean and this movie was long yeah <laughs> so it, was, it was really I, long it took me two days to watch it not gonna lie i i started last night and i got too tired and i had to stop oh and man finish it today I'm glad you told me that you had recorded it because I was not going to wait till nine o'clock to start it. <laughs> yeah, it was great that I recorded it. This was also yeah. one of those very convenient um, rec- on Sling. It was on AMC Live, and I was like, "Holy shit, we just have to record this!" Like, when was the last time we had to do this? You know, we, we had to do it with uh, San Andreas as well. Oh yeah, um, which this is a far superior movie to San Andreas. Like, oh, just completely. In terms- at one point, at one point, when, when Will, um, Will's character, uh, Captain Stephen Hiller, when, mm-hmm. you know, he was, when, let's see, when the aliens first, like, destroyed L.A. and we saw that crazy scene where, um, what is her name? Uh, Jasmine. When Jasmine, yes. like, took, I think his name was Dylan. Dylan was her son? Yeah. Um. When Jasmine takes Dylan and Boomer and they're, like, trying to get out of the city and then the first, like, L.A. strike happens and they're, like, getting out and running. Like, after all that happened and Will was kind of, like, at the uh, base with the rest of the fighters, I was like, Will, what are you doing? You need to, you need to the Rock in San Andreas this shit and go get your family. (laughs) (laughs) Which is exactly what he did. And he, like... He like stole. He did it better. He did it better. Yeah, he did <laughs> he it better, did it but it was so like it was insane because like I was like, where the fuck did he come from? How the fuck did he know where she was? Like, I don't tell know. Tell me what, uh, what that he... happened a lot when I was like, how did they know that they needed to do this? How did how did Jeff Goldblum's character just just a 
a bum playing chess in the park know oh. how to defeat the aliens? Like, Dude, what was his it, backstory? He was so mysterious, and I didn't know anything about no, him. And he, he was had just no background. He was nothing. Like, like totally not fleshed out <laughs> at all. Um, he definitely like every time he would do any like he was like supposed to be like the smart guy apparently or something because it would it would happen like over and over again where you know he would get like a small bit of information and then he would like do that little stare as if something's going on in his head and you're like oh he's figured it out and it happened like five times in the movie you know like he had this like this this sixth sense of like what to do in this situation and he saved the entire world yeah (laughs) come on his i think his character was the one that irked me the most just because he just seemed to be there because he was one jeff goldblum and two beautiful yeah Um, gorge and and he just he was really trying to make his character something that was not there i mean especially during that scene when he was like drinking and he was angry for some reason like yeah like what like what and he was was in a drunken rage and his his dad had to come by and be like you know cut this shit out you need to (laughs) save the earth and it's like what (laughs) the dad had a lot more identity because Jeff Goldblum's identity was also being married to the lady who's like the secretary of state or something I don't know like the, right, the assistant right. to the president and um, she she was good it's just like I was I was really confused um, like th- I didn't realize that they were they were divorced for some like some time and, and yeah. I was like yeah <laughs> It and took then a I was bit. like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, but just the leaps and bounds of like the um, the amount of of uh, disbelief, like what's it called, where you have to believe something, like suspension of be- of belief, you know, like we had to accept that for pretty much the entirety of the movie and just not think too hard about it. Basically, you know, which is uh, which is tough to do because there's just you could you have nothing but time to think in this movie. I mean, there's a lot of downtime. Yeah. There's a lot of just scenes where planes are slowly firing missiles at the giant alien ship. Like you yeah. had nothing but time to think. But and also there him. Um, I also liked the the Secretary of State or the assistant to the president's. Uh, Actress too. She was really good. Yeah, um, she's, I think she's great. Constance Constance yeah. Spano. Um, she was really great. And but their whole conversation that they had later on, like kind of talking about, you know, what happened, what what made us split up, and it's like Jeff Goldblum just sound his character sounded like he could have been he could have been whatever he was anywhere. <laughs> so the fact that they didn't stay together and he just didn't follow her to where she because he was like. Because yeah. she kept saying, like, you're a genius and you didn't want to do anything with it. And he's like, he's like, well, that's my decision. It's like, well, then couldn't you have been a nobody anywhere else? Like, what, like, <laughs> what, what, are, what are you doing? They, they, like, you again, both love each like, other. Why didn't you make it work? I mean. They're just like, love isn't enough, you know. And then the dad's like, but love is enough. And it's like, it's how like, do you're you right, know? Dad. Love is enough. <laughs> Like, just like, these realizations that came up out of nowhere that no yeah. one was thinking of because nothing was planted <laughs> was ridiculous. Yeah. Two love stories, by the way. And then also the, like, the president's wife, like, died, right? Like, she mm-hmm. 
she didn't like actually live, you know, and like no, no, and they didn't like address that at the end of the movie, like hardly at all, hot, hot at all. They just were like, oh, okay, and then no, they and moved then he on. legit lies to his daughter and tells her yeah. that she's sleeping. Like, uh, you need to talk to your, you need to talk to your daughter, sir. Did you recognize who the little girl was? I did. Did I recognize who? Yeah, so she, when I saw her face clearly for the first time when they were looking at that old spaceship, the uh, old alien ship in Area 51, I was like, oh my god, that's baby Mae Whitman. <laughs> she was so cute and small. Baby Mae Whitman? Let me see. Yeah. Oh, she's a voice actress. Well, she's an actress, too. She was oh, in, you know, yeah. like, uh, she's in Parenthood, and she's in Perks of Being a Wallflower, and she's in that movie, The Duff, and she's in that new show, Good Girls, but then she's also the voice of Katara. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow, I did not catch that. Good good eye, Alessandra. Good eye. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Very cute little actress. I, I liked it when the two kids were in the bunker together and, and they were sitting next to each other and, and the boy's like, are you scared? And then she just shakes her head and he goes, me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had some we had some very decent and heartfelt encounters that it just it was just sad that that these scenes weren't written better. I mean, yeah, a yeah. lot of these actors had had some pretty great chemistry and it's just it's just sad i i was actually very surprised that we would even have that whole sequence where um captain hiller gets chased by the alien ship and then they end up out in the desert together like i did not think that Uh was that was even going to come into play or or anything with the rv um yeah with the rv city the rv Mm -hmm. area whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like yeah (laughs) With the guy's with the, kids and everything? Yeah, so the guy and the kids and the crop testing, like, they just, they <laughs> jam-packed so, so much yeah. into this movie that yeah. it's like, it wasn't necessary. They could have spent more time yeah. working on, like, these stronger relationships than... <laughs> and they managed to have a striptease with, with Vivica A. Fox, like, with Jasmine. Oh, of um, course they did. They had, they, yeah. they had every opportunity to show Will shirtless <laughs> yep, and yep. and her half naked on the screen. Of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> I mean, she's got a bang and bod, and I did love that. They're the she... two hottest people in the movie, of course. Yeah, they totally and, and are. 100%, Jeff Goldblum, 100%. I'm surprised they didn't get Jeff Goldblum shirtless. I mean, jeez. But he was wearing his, like, signature, like, flannel look for a lot of it. Um, you know, he, he looked really good. He was very handsome. But... I thought it was great that they had that that kind of alternative family dynamic um, portrayed in a big budget movie like this. I mean, I can't imagine that that happened super often before this. Like, you know, uh, what it is like to have a modern family, like Will Smith's character dating a woman who has a son already and who's a who's a dancer, you know, like who's a stripper, basically. And it's like she had, you know, explained to the first lady she was like, "Yeah, I kind of liked I'm a their dancer. conversation." Like, yeah, she's she like, was like, you "There's know, no reason no for yeah." Like, she's like, "Oh, oh, ballet." Like when she was like, "What? What do you do?" I'm a dancer. It's like, "Oh, ballet." 
no exotic <laughs> and she's like exotic. oh yes and she's like don't say that i'm i'm proud of what i do and it and it makes me good money which she has every right to think that i mean mm-hmm. yeah and it was like great to have that in the movie as well even though we had you know obviously just been kind of uh sexually objectifying her when she was doing her like striptease dance but you know it's i mean okay. was was that scene <laughs> was that scene unnecessary completely I mean, there was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was no reason to have it. I mean, um, but, but you know, it's 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 you know, I'm, I'm not saying that we are judging it. It's just like we can we can tell that it's not coming from the place like hustlers is come from, you know, um, where it's like empowering. I think it's like trying to be empowering, but it's still the '90s, <laughs> and um, you know, it's just some studio yeah. execs like let's Try- get you naked. <laughs> Yeah, you you get like a you get like a gold you tried sticker. Like it's just you tried, but we know what your real intentions were. Yeah, but um, that's okay. You know, we we got a nice family. We got several families in this. Two love stories. Um, I did enjoy uh, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum at the very end, like going into the to the alien vessel and and <laughs> using a fucking virus and like uploading a virus to their system <laughs> nor did i think that that was gonna happen i mean oh this movie God. was just throwing curveballs at me left and right a i mean who virus who wrote this a bunch of a bunch of drunk college students like it was ooh. roland m emmerich and dean devlin which roland emmerich we've seen a lot of his other movies i mean he he's a disaster movie person including the other movie that i have on our uh quarantine movie roulette list uh day after tomorrow but mm. also you know he, he made 2012 um and i never he saw also that. yeah i i mean that we're not that's not on I don't, our list i don't really see these types of movies i really don't <laughs> but you know what we did see uh i remember that he directed was the anonymous movie remember that movie about shakespeare oh, that was like yeah. a revisionist history shakespeare thing yeah Um, that was that was great like that was super dramatic and fun right like really sexy i I really like that movie you think it's dramatic enough to add to our dramatic section of the i want to watch that movie again yeah me too man it's been years since i've seen that i'd I'd like to get another watch wow that would be good i like Mm -hmm. barely remember it yeah we should get that second watch okay i added to the list um i didn't know that yeah that's cool Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. we have anything else to talk about? Oh my god! Well, we basically said everything about this movie already. It's like simple enough to be like, you know what it is? It's it's a good, in the sense, it's like a decent movie to make into a big budget film because it has that typical uh, layout of a screenplay where it's like the protagonists are faced like facing a, a cause that that looks like it could never be defeated, right? So it's like, all hope is lost, mm-hmm, yet mm-hmm. a small group of individuals working together manage to overcome the greatest odds, right? And in, in this sense, it's like, there's no fucking way that they would have been able to defeat these aliens in any kind of reality other than the movie world, and so that's why it's fun. Yeah, they did that very fun thing at the very end, you know, kind of, like, this all happened on independence day which is normally an american a a u.s holiday um 
even though there's lots of implications to not to not celebrate this anymore. Um, and uh, <clears throat> but it, they kind of turned it around and turned it into a world Independence Day from the aliens because they because so fucking stupid all of the, <laughs> because all of the world <laughs> all of the world helped in fighting these aliens <laughs> even though it was mostly <laughs> Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum yeah but yeah um, um I'm gonna read these plot keywords dude <laughs> Okay. 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 Yeah. Trailer trash. Oh, what? Product placement. What? What, what product? Like Coca-Cola um, or something? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I saw the fruit, the Fruitopia vending machine. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, alien invasion. <laughs> right. Vomiting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, an exotic dancer. Well, so. if uh, if those if those ragtag team of words keywords can't can't sum up a movie, I don't know what else can. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! And and the fact that they were trying to say that Area Fifty One was such a cover up. Like yeah. when, like yeah. when Bill Pullman went in there and was like, "You never told me about this." It's like yes. everyone knows about Area Fifty One. What do you What do you mean you don't know about it? But just I, I guess think it, he just didn't know it was real. Like I think he'd heard of it, but he he didn't know, and it was like the same idea. But they were like, "Well, plausible deniability," um, and the fact that they know. actually had alien pieces in there, <laughs> right? From like the fifties, you know that was yeah. that was fun. Um, I'm glad it didn't, like, start with the 1950s, you know? Like, I'm glad they didn't, like, have that. Like, I'm sure they thought about that, where they were like, let's start with the 1950s, where this thing crash lands, and then we, we grab that, you know? But then Roland Emmerich oh, was like, oh, let's like, just like show maybe, them. Like, maybe talking about how Russ got abducted, and then fast-forwarding yeah. or to well, current well, the, day. The, the, like, aliens, like, the, the ship that they had was, was from the 50s. Like, it wasn't even from when the guy got abducted, but yeah. It would have been interesting to have Russ kind of be since since they they made such a big hullabaloo to put this person in there and to make this character yeah. a thing, like yeah. the fact that he got abducted. Why couldn't that have been a thing? And he help he helped take down the aliens. Like I mean, I don't know. It's I just, don't know. The fact that a stupid computer virus that makes a dancing dog go across your computer screen like it takes out a whole alien fleet. Yeah is just it seems like it was it was they they took the easy way out like it was just they couldn't think of anything more clever to yeah. take down these aliens so they're yeah. just gonna fucking just virus. do this I yeah just put a fucking virus in there like uh, that. like a nuke <laughs> yeah um, viruses I, and nukes could you get any more <laughs> like could you get any more like stereotypical than than that i don't know um, uh, so I'm just reading some of these great trivias because they're really fun. This is definitely one of those movies that is, like, so classically Hollywood, like, so, <laughs> so a product of its time. Um, so we've got some pretty fun ones here. All right, what'd you get? Um, so, okay. According to producer, co-writer Dean Devlin, the U.S. military had agreed to support the film 
by allowing the crew to film at military bases, consulting the actors who have military roles, etc. However, after learning of the Area 51 references in the script, they withdrew their support. <laughs> well, they just didn't have to film at Area 50, 51. They could have filmed... That's at- not a real place! Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, come on! <laughs> Is it really not a real place? <laughs> I mean, I think it's like an area, like there's New Mexico bases, but I'm not sure if anybody knows exactly which one is specifically Area 51. That just means they're hiding something else, Sandra. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the I the fact that. that they didn't, that they withdrew their support, they, uh, well, and, and funny enough, it's now apparently been been out that that there is evidence of aliens. I completely missed over that news headline. Did you, uh... Did you come across that? Oh, I guess. yes, I remember that. Yes, so yeah. I I had heard about that from a Stuff You Should Know episode a while back, and they just actually released it, but I had known about that before. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not really, like, to me, it's not really, not really evidence. It's more just, like, there's light reflecting off of the atmosphere. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of, like, how I see these things. Oh, so you're a non-believer and you will not be joining me on the rooftops of the uh, large buildings, you know, welcoming the aliens to, to the Earth when they eventually right. come. Alessandra, you won't you, you know, won't join me with my well, sign? Emily, do you remember what happened to the people in this movie when they did that? Do you remember what happened when they were staring into the beautiful light? Like little, little, uh... They got accepted. They got accepted up into the ship as one of the aliens' <laughs> own, and now they live in space partying with aliens. I mean, isn't that what you want? Yeah, isn't that what we all want? Yeah, partying with aliens. Um. Okay, so we we got some fun ones in here. Let's just see. There's a there's a cool one about the aliens. Production designer Patrick. Tatopalos presented Roland Emmerich with two concepts for the aliens. Emmerich liked both designs so much, he came up with the idea to use one design as the actual alien and the other to be a biochemical suit the aliens would wear. And both of the concepts appear in the film. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's cool. I thought the alien design was fun. Hello. Sorry, yeah, I'm just reading another one. Um, mm-hmm. There's one about <laughs> there's one about when Will is uh, dragging the unconscious alien across the desert, which was filmed uh, on the salt flats near Great Salt Lake, Utah. And uh, he says, he says, and what the hell is that smell? Uh, which was yeah. complete, which was completely unscripted. Um, the Great Salt Lake is home to tiny crustaceans called brine shrimp. When they die, their bodies sink to the bottom of the lake, which isn't very deep and decompose when the wind kicks up just right the bottom the bottom mud is disturbed and the smell of millions of decaying brine shrimp can be very very bad apparently nobody warned will (laughs) (laughs) i love it um this says it was the highest grossing movie of 1996 which makes a lot of sense i mean yeah what uh, what else came out this year that year a lot of movies but uh, it says Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich penned the script in four weeks. It was sent out on a Thursday, and they started fielding officers the next day. Or sorry, they started fielding offers the next day. By Monday, they were in pre-production. Oh my gosh! Really? That's what it says. It was wow. like quick. People really wanted this. They were like, "Yes, this is exactly what we need right now." A patriotic 
alien we Americans save the day. Ooh, here's another one. Um in the briefing room scene at Area 51 behind uh, behind Hiller and Gray, there is a night vision pan of the base. What you are seeing are actual shots of the real Area 51 taken by a conspiracy mm. theorist from a place called Freedom Ridge. The ridge was commandeered by the US government in the late 90s and is no longer accessible to the public. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, and then there's a lot of that. Jurassic uh-huh. Park. Jeff Goldblum uses one of his lines from Jurassic Park in the film, uh, must go faster, what? must go faster, and is delivered <laughs> at the same intensity. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Well, he's they're trying to, like, escape out of the, uh, out of the, the alien ship. That's pretty yep. funny. Exactly. Well, I guess we should read the Metascore now. Ooh, exciting. So this got a 59 Metascore. Um, not that good, read, not that bad. I'll just read this USA Today one from uh, from 1996. Um, it got an 88. A rousing state-of-the-art cartoon capped by an aerial combat climax to that, to its credit, isn't anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> it really that's, isn't. That's great. You know what? Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, even the next one's funny. Uh, Entertainment yeah, Weekly yeah. gave it an 83. I hope you would read this one. That was just so great. It's the first futuristic disaster movie that's as cute as a button, which, <laughs> when all the special effects blow over, is what we Americans like in a monster hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I gotta read this New York Times. It says, Two reasons it's impossible to resist Independence Day because of its pitch-perfect cartoonish dialogue such as, you're never going to get to fly a space shuttle if you marry a stripper, and because the captain, like Indiana Jones, is so unflappably tough. That's true. Oh, and the fact that Will wanted to wanted to work at NASA, like, yeah, like, the, yeah. like that was an interesting part, too. Like, I, liked, I really liked Will's character. He was great. Yeah. Just yeah. wish he had a bit more. Um, I also liked the very last one. The Chicago Reader gave it a 40. Um, mm. Overlong, but watchable. <laughs> which is uh, which is what I would say. Yeah, sums it up nicely. Yeah. Okay, oh, then man. we've got to move on to our uh, next uh, movie on the quarantine roulette. Emily, are you ready to record that? Let's see. Um, Let's see if I'm ready. And you'll have to mention what's on the the roulette wheel because we took out Independence Day. And yes. So we put so, something else in there. What what did we stick in there? We added RoboCop. So Robocop. now <laughs> from from 1987. <laughs> I've never seen RoboCop, so I'm very Neither excited. have I. Uh, I don't know how to feel just yet. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of movies on here that I would like to watch a lot more than RoboCop. So let's see what happens. <laughs> I know. I'm really, really hoping for one of them because I really want to watch let's one see, of them. Let's see what's still on here from the very beginning. I think Pump Up the Volume from 1990 <laughs> is still, is still kicking. It's still kicking. <laughs> and uh, and I think being John Malkovich, like that's on there since mm. the beginning too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so come on, Wheel. Let's get it together. Um, the other ones we have on here are Stranger Than Fiction, Snowpiercer, Ghost, and then, of course, RoboCop. Great. So let's... So excited. Get this... Let's get this going. All right. 
and the wheel is choosing. Let me turn up the volume for you guys so you can hear the cute little wheel wheel spin, hopefully. Here we go. <gasps> what is it? What is it, Emily? We have being John Malkovich! Oh! <laughs> so excited i actually really want to watch this movie <laughs> oh it's so good i'm so excited to talk about it Ooh, i'm so excited i'm really this excited to watch it again we're gonna have it's gonna be great it's gonna be great oh man oh man Amazing. i'm excited all right well if you enjoyed this episode or independence day or have any thoughts please leave a comment you can leave a comment on soundcloud or facebook just search all by the popcorn and like our page and um, if you want to rate and review our little show we have here, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We've got at by the popcorn, uh, Twitter. That's Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's at by the popcorn, and Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast. And uh, if you want to suggest that we talk about anything or you just want to say hi you can email us at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com and uh what else we got we have a youtube page uh we are currently just posting all of our older episodes first with just audio but we do plan to record some episodes with some video footage or even have live live streamed episodes so that'll be mm -hmm. fun. Look out for that. So go ahead and follow All by the Popcorn Podcast on YouTube. And um, I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 